It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today, a Republican who's upsetting a lot of other Republicans. Congressman Matt Rosendale from Montana. He is one of a handful of House conservatives being flies in the ointment, refusing so far to go along with a plan to provide short-term funding to avert a partial government shutdown next month. Many Republicans want that funding for October to give them more time to pass a full budget in 12 appropriations bills they continue to work on. Now, those GOP lawmakers say the plan would cut non-defense spending. Now, Congressman Rosendale's for that. But as you'll hear, he's not interested in the short-term part of the process. And our conversation about it the other day went longer than we could include in our regular rundown podcast. So today, we let you hear all of it. Keep in mind, even if Republicans do agree and unite around some sort of budget plan, Senate Democrats do not support their spending cuts. And also keep pushing for billions of dollars worth of disaster aid and military aid for Ukraine that House Republicans are not considering putting in their version of a budget plan. All right, that's the setup. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please come back for more. You can even subscribe to make it easy to return. If you already have, we appreciate that. And now Congressman Matt Rosendale on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Joining us on the Fox News Rundown is Congressman Matt Rosendale. He's a Republican from Montana as we deal with another possible government shutdown deadline looming for Congress to approve new government funding by the end of the month at the end of the fiscal year. First of all, Congressman, thanks for being with us. Dave, thanks for having me on today. Always good to be with you. Well, thanks, Congressman, and it's good to talk to you. I know House Republicans are working on a plan for short-term funding through October, but some conservatives are opposed to this. You are among them. Why? I'm against a continuing resolution is what I'm against, Dave. Uh, A continuing resolution, by very definition, is merely a continuation of Nancy Pelosi's spending and Joe Biden's policies. I spent two years voting against Nancy Pelosi's spending and Joe Biden's policies. And now to to have a a vote to extend them just doesn't make any sense uh, in my mind. I will tell you that we have known for years, but certainly uh, since January of this year, that we were going to need to pass the 12 appropriation bills That is how you properly fund government. That's how you responsibly do it. That's how you transparently uh, do it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy told us after he was elected speaker that we are going to restore regular order. We're going to have single subject legislation. We are going to deliver the 12 appropriation bills. And the fact that he has not directed the appropriations committees to do their work um, is is a failure of leadership. I'm sorry. That's that's all it is. I, I am more than glad to do my part. I don't lay this work off on anyone that I'm not willing to do myself. But I would certainly have been glad to have stayed here through August 
um, to to make sure that we could deliver these appropriation bills on time. Okay. So now we find ourselves, you know, a couple three weeks away from the deadline, and and quite frankly, for the last two months, uh, leadership has been twiddling their thumbs addressing other issues instead of the the, the priority, which is to fund government. Okay, now some of your colleagues, uh, you know, fellow Republicans, fellow conservatives say, look, this gives us another month. A continuing resolution lets us work on those 12 appropriation bills for another month. And they say it's also going to put money in for border security. So why not go along with that? So I have talked to uh, my colleagues about the continuing resolution and all of the wonderful provisions that they have uh, tried to place within it, okay? And a lot of them are, are, are derived from legislation that we've already passed that we all uh, support. The problem is they're not being realistic. The continuing resolution will never pass, okay, with those provisions uh, intact. They're just not going to. And and they know that they admit it. They're like, no, the Senate, the Senate will never pass that continuing resolution without border security um, legislation attached to it. The the Senate will never pass our continuing resolution with the uh, provisions that we put in there to defund, um, like Department of Justice to to stop this outrageous weaponization of the government against the American people. And yet, they're not being truthful. They're not being honest with their voters. I said, uh, sorry, I- I'm honest with my people. And 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 I don't believe in extending uh, Nancy Pelosi's spending anyway, but to then add these provisions and act like that this is going to resolve some of our problems just isn't so, Dave. We need to use the appropriations process. Congress has broken down so, so badly that they haven't utilized it for several years now. There's not a state legislature across the country that can, could conduct their affairs like this. They would all be voted out of office because most of them have constitutionally mandated uh, charge to, to pass a budget, a balanced budget for that matter, uh, when they actually do convene. And, and we're not doing it. And, and I was sent up here to to change that, and and that's what I intend to do. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Okay, Congressman, earlier this year, there was all the drama about a possible default on our debt. Ultimately... Congress approved raising the debt limit, allowing more borrowing with these spending limits attached. You seem to have a deal or something worked out with the president and Democrats at that point. Why not go and pass 12 appropriations bills then? I I will tell you, I'm glad you brought that up. There was a lot of us that worked extremely hard on the debt ceiling package in order to do four things. Number one, Yes, raise the debt ceiling, but raise it incrementally so that we would maintain some kind of leverage, some ability to negotiate with the president and the Senate going forward. Number two, to freeze spending at at, uh, pre-COVID levels, okay? Number three, to actually take this COVID money that hadn't been squandered, that hadn't been spent, and draw it back so that we could use that to pay bills. And then number four, pass... H.R. 1, attach that 
as part of the debt ceiling package, H.R. 1 being the domestic energy production, if you will, legislation uh, to, to increase our de domestic energy production, to help us with the inflation problems, to help us with our energy problems and, and our national security. We worked really hard on that, a lot of us across the entire conference. And when that passed, it had 218 Republican votes, okay? Unfortunately, days after it passed, Kevin McCarthy went in and negotiated a side deal with the president, okay? Instead of allowing the Senate to, to amend uh, our debt ceiling package and send it back to us, he made a side deal with the president and increased the debt ceiling without all of those provisions, without the extra money coming back, without the freezes, without the energy production, and, and increase the debt ceiling until a date certain of January of 25, thereby eliminating all of the savings, all of the clawbacks, all of the leverage, and, and, and extending it to a date certain with no cap on it, which then allows for unquenchable, un, uh, if you will, spending between now and January 25. Uh, I'm, I was against that. And, and so were 71 of my colleagues on the Republican side of the conference. And that piece of legislation passed out of the House with more Democrat votes, 169, than Republican votes, only 145. That's the kind of leader we have now. He is making uh, deals with and, and alliances with the Democrats. And you know why? You know why, Dave? Because it's easier to buy votes from Democrats than it is to earn them from Republicans. Okay, let me bring up, you brought up the speaker. Let me let me play a clip of what he said on Fox Sunday Morning Futures. I'm sure you saw this. He had said, you know, with, uh, with the possibility of the government shutdown coming, if there's no funding by the end of September, he told Fox, <laughs> he said this. I've never seen somebody win a shutdown because when you shut down, you give all your power to to the administration. But how are you going to win your arguments to secure the border if the border agents don't get paid? How are you going to win the arguments to get wokeism out of the Department of Defense if even our own troops won't be being paid? Now, based on what you were doing before, I haven't played that. I don't think that you're going to agree with what he just said. He's looking for a distraction. Where has he been for the last four months, five months, when we needed to pass the appropriation bills? Okay? When we had an agreement in place to make sure that non-defense discretionary spending was going to be at $1.471 trillion. That's not even getting us to a balanced budget. It merely starts bending the trajectory a bit, Dave. Right now, look, here's the problem. We will spend somewhere in the neighborhood of $2 trillion a year more than we're going to collect in revenue. Okay, we're going to collect about five trillion dollars. They are proposing they being the Republicans and Democrats, they're proposing about seven trillion dollars in spending. There's a two trillion dollar a year uh, void there. Okay, that needs to be made up. That's going to be added. Okay, to the thirty three trillion dollars that currently exists as our national debt. The, the interest on the loan is going to consume about $1 trillion a year, a little bit less than $1 trillion a year. So that's 20%. It's one-fifth of, of the total collections 
that the federal government is going to make. So that means you've got four-fifths or 80% left to pay for all of your other operating expenses. The $2 trillion a year that they're projecting as the uh, deficit is projected out year after year after year. Within the next eight, 10 years, it will it will escalate the national debt to the point that it the, the interest on that debt is going to consume about 50% of the annual revenue, leaving 50% of the revenue for that military he was just talking about, for Social Security, for Medicare, Medicaid, for all of these things, okay? And you're not going to be able to make that happen. So what happens next? Well, the question of those things. Yeah, but how do you, you get two billion? How do you get two trillion dollars out of spending? How do you do that? And and you're you can't do that in a month or even in the next you eleven days. You can't. And, and and this is where we've said, look, all we want to do is change the trajectory. Give me the ability to go through the appropriation bills implement the policies that we need to to stop the weaponization of our government against american citizens and start scaling back some of the the spending my friend andy biggs and i he's representative of arizona introduced 500 bills earlier this year to cut 100 billion dollars in in spending that's just putting us in the right direction dave let's let's at least Get the trajectory change and and a continuing resolution continues the spending of Nancy Pelosi at Joe Biden's policies. Okay, now you have said that, you know, House Speaker McCarthy made these deals with Democrats. You can't do everything on your own, obviously, even if you pass, even if you all unite on a spending plan. It has to go through the Senate, which you've said, obviously, is run by Democrats and you have a president who would have to sign it. And he's a Democrat. You have to work with Democrats, don't you, at some point? Hey, Dave, how, why is it that when we passed the original debt ceiling package, Limit, Save, and Grow, we had 218 Republican votes, okay? What I will tell you is you're never going to get anything past the Senate if while the ink is still wet on a piece of legislation, you go over to the White House and you start negotiating the very people that elected you to be the speaker. So you think, what about the speaker? Do you do you want him to still be your speaker? I know it took him a long time and several ballots to even get the job. Do you want him still to have it? I want a leader. I want a true leader. And what I don't want is for somebody that stands around and waits for a consensus to come together and then runs around to the front of the group and tries to lead the parade. A leader is supposed to say, this is what we need to do, and this is how we're going to do it, and motivates and incites enthusiasm and gets everyone to, to follow. Okay, so how would you, let's say you were the House Speaker, and you passed 12 appropriations bills, but Democrats didn't like any of it. How would you work that? And how would you get oh, that Dave, through? I, I assure you, Dave, when I walk into a room and I say, this is the transaction, people take me seriously. Okay? Therein lies the difference. You have to have enough of, of a, a commitment and principles and, and reputation that when you say this is what the deal is, people understand that that is what the deal is. And if you don't, I will tell you, everybody has gone to the grocery store 
and seeing that unruly little kid screaming and yelling, running around, pulling things off of the shelf with their parents saying, you do that one more time and you're going to get disciplined. You do that one more time and you're going to get disciplined. The reason that child keeps running around and doing the same thing is because that child never has been disciplined. Okay. You see somebody that says, if you do that again, you're going to get disciplined. And what does that child do? Walks over and grabs a hold of the grocery cart and starts and starts acting right. They understand that that their parents mean business. You have to have the reputation for carrying through on the statements that you make. Uh, there are some in your conference who do want to dump Speaker McCarthy. Do you think that's possible? I think that that his speakership is going to be in jeopardy once he violates the uh, the promises that he's made with everyone as far as delivering the 12 appropriation bills and instead resorting to the gimmicks that the Democrats have used that Nancy Pelosi has used for many years now, which is a continuing resolution, which typically leads to an omnibus, which, again, is, is out of control spending pork laden earmarks and and the uh, inability for Congress to really implement good policies. And Congressman, you're not among those who seem even worried about the government shutdown, right? I mean, you, to you, it's not as big a deal as some people make it, it seems. I think because the media tries to make it a very, very big thing. But in reality, we're talking about a slowdown. We're talking about a deferment. Only about 15 percent of the government um ceases okay and slows down and and even that 15 percent gets made whole uh soon thereafter as soon as the government starts back up again so most of the people across the state of montana are, are not very concerned about it this is something that the media will continue to try and and gin up for lack of a better definition uh to incite some some excitement and some you know some clicks on on their uh uh, social pages, but but most folks, Dave, you and I both know, aren't going to be impacted by this. But I will tell you what they will be impacted by, better policies. They will be impacted by less spending. And, and if not, then they're going to be impacted by a continuing national debt that, that spirals out of control, $2 trillion a year getting added to it. And, and this is just simple math. It's going to go from 20% of the annual collections being utilized to service the debt to about 50% of the annual collections being utilized to service the annual debt. And it's going to happen in short order. We're not talking about 20 years. We're talking about less than 10 years. I know you have a busy schedule. Congressman, last question. In the next, say, 11 days, what happens? Are we going to have a shutdown, do you think, once we get to October? That's going to be completely reliant upon the decisions that Speaker McCarthy makes over the next couple of days and whether he directs the House of Representatives to go ahead and conclude their work on the appropriation bills so that we can fund government responsibly and transparently and then send those those documents over to the uh, United States Senate. Congressman Matt Rosendale, Republican from Montana, we thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me on today, Dave. Have a great afternoon. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast, bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Subscribe at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.